I'm Clary. Um, most, I know a lot of you guys all know a lot of y'all, but um, yeah, this is kind of my rescue story. <laughs> and uh, I've needed a lot of rescue, so um, what I'm going to share with y'all tonight is not the whole story. Um, this is just a tiny little piece of uh, everything the Lord's done, uh, all His goodness and relentless love that He's just lavished on me, which has been incredible. Um, after I, you know, share with you, I hope you'll kind of understand a little bit of those concepts, uh, just especially the Lord's relentless and jealous love for His people, uh, which is something I've experienced a lot of. Um, you know, the book of Isaiah tells us that, um, like, my name is more accurately uh, sought after, or a city not forsaken. Um, that's incredible. <laughs> it blows me away. Um, and so, uh, you know, the Lord has relentlessly pursued me through a family that loves me and the Lord very much, um, and through the amazing community here in Clemson, where I've grown up. Uh, he's relentlessly pursued me through prideful self-righteousness. Uh, he's loved me through my childhood best friend, um, who I drove away in my own arrogance and self-righteousness. Uh, I watched indifferently as drugs and alcohol took their toll. Um, but the Lord has pursued me through reconciliation, and now... Um, Webb is 13 months sober, so um, that's been incredible. Uh, the Lord has relentlessly pursued me through my own selfishness and self-reliance. Uh, he's used my time at the Clemson Outdoor Lab uh, to really break me of a lot of my selfishness and self-reliance. Uh, he's shown me just how much I need uh, his sustaining power and his love, and um, I've gotten a little bit of, of a glimpse of what the Father's love looks like for his children, which has been uh, truly incredible. Uh, he's shown me some of the places where sin has penetrated our world most deeply. Uh, which has been, um, you know, really hard to see. But at the same time, as I look and see this, I also see that the destruction of sin it will be sure and swift because it has no triumph. Um, and he's used uh, my time at camp to break down a lot of the walls so that um, I can love more deeper and be loved more deeply than before. Um, and the Lord has pursued me through, uh, just completely relentlessly through unsuccessful battles with lust and pornography. Um, and like the book of Isaiah said, he's refused to be silent until my righteousness shines out like the dawn and my salvation like a blazing torch. Um, that's from Isaiah chapter 62. I hope you'll go check that out afterwards. That's been a really impactful passage on me. It's a very beautiful picture of how the Lord loves his people. Um, now, on October the 3rd, 2017, the Lord began his most intense pursuit of me yet. Um, late that afternoon, I was in a very severe car accident. It left me with um, a couple facial fractures. A uh, bruised lung, a uh, broken pelvis in three places, uh, and a severed urethra. Among other things, I face sleepless nights, monthly tube changes, and medical procedures that I can't even really talk about. Uh, I struggle with a lot more deeper and darker things as well. Um, like Job, I kind of reached the conclusion that it was better for me to just shut my mouth than to complain. But unlike Job, I didn't really care to hear what God had to say. Um, took a while to accept it, realize it, but I was angry and bitter at God, which is a really scary place to be. Um, you know, I wrestled with questions like, how can God be good, and yet even after two months, he won't grant me enough relief just to get some sleep. Um, I really didn't like reading in Psalm 119 that it was good for me to be inflicted, and in love, the Lord afflicted me. Um, I didn't like reading that. I wrestled with stuff like 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Um, I, I felt like I was extremely weak, so where was God's power? I mean, it, didn't, it didn't feel like it was near. Um, and I can't really imagine a more terrifying place to be in as I look back, but 
you know, just being angry with God is a really terrifying thought to me, but uh, the Lord continued to pursue me. Um, this time, it came to a particular conversation I had with my dad. Um, in my rage at another pain-filled, sleepless night, I accidentally woke up, and I woke up my dad, and I've done that several times. Uh, and my dad works extremely hard. He doesn't get as much sleep as it is anyway. But that night, as he came into my room, he wasn't frustrated or upset with me. Rather, it, there was only love and pity on his face. Um, he sat down next to me, and uh, we talked a little bit about how I'd been struggling. And he, uh, he prayed with me, and he offered to stay up with me um, the rest of the night. But um, I sent him back to bed. I couldn't, I couldn't bear to feel up anymore. Um, but I will not forget the look on his face uh, ever, I don't think. It was as if for a moment I could kind of get a glimpse of how the Father was looking at me. Um, you know, grief because I was hurting. I was wounded spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And yet he wasn't, you know, angry and impatient or, uh, you know, upset with my anger, my bitterness. Um, rather, he just, he loved me. And he was relentlessly pursuing me. He was trying to show me more of who he was. Um, and so, uh, you know, after that night, I kind of began to see little by little all the beautiful things God was doing. Like, um, he inspired one of my friends to organize this incredible like fundraiser where the community just surrounded me and my family to um, help support us through this whole thing. Um, he gave me a clear picture of the church, his, his beautiful bride. Um, my parents told me that the night of the accident, there were dozens of people in the waiting room, um, just members of the body who dropped whatever they were doing in an instant to come bear this burden alongside my family and me. Um, and I continued to receive cards and candy and texts and phone calls from um, all of my brothers and sisters just encouraging me and spurring me onward. Um, you know, uh, and then, you know, I was stuck in a hospital for about a week and then I was home for several weeks after that. But uh, maybe my friends, many of you guys out here had only known for like less than two months. You, you came to visit me, you came to see me all the time. So I never made the mistake of thinking I was going to have to walk this journey alone, um, which was huge. Um, I visited a church in Greenville, and I had people coming up to me the whole time telling me they were praying for me and wanted to know how I was doing. And then I went like a week later up to Knoxville, Tennessee to visit my sister and her husband, and it was the same thing all the way up there, um, which was incredible. Um, and so, you know, um, I've been learning a lot. I've kind of been learning what it means when, you know, the song says, you know, she on earth hath union with God the three in one. And mystic, sweet communion with those whose rest is one. Um, beautiful words, and um, they ring so true. I'm learning that death has no victory. It couldn't take me that day, because the Lord wouldn't let it. But even if it had, it would just been a doorway to take me to the faithful lover of my soul. Um, uh, I'm learning that the love of the Lord is better than life. Um, I'm learning that trust is not an anesthetic. Uh, I'm learning that my struggling and suffering are not ultimately about me. They are just as much for the good of my brothers and sisters as it is for me, and primarily so that God might show uh, his love and his power and his goodness to the praise of his glorious name. Um, even today, as I'm about a month and a half out from being fully physically put back together, I continue to wrestle with impatience and bitterness and doubt. Um, I wish I could say that after everything the Lord has done for me and everything he's shown me, that I have this whole resting in faith thing figured out, but that would be a lie to tell you that. Um, I easily make being fully healthy an idol, which just drives me to more bitterness and sin. Um, but God continues to pursue me. He continues to be faithful even when I'm faithless. 
Um, you know, his goodness, his mercy continue to hunt me down and to draw me back home, kind of like it talks about in Psalm 23. Um, and so I want to thank you all for being the agents of goodness and mercy to me. Um, thank you for praying, continuing to pray that God would heal my physical, emotional, and spiritual wounds. Uh, thank you for being God's power perfected in my weakness. Um, and I hope that soon you'll be able to look back, and I'll be able to look back to it. Um, kind of like Joseph says in the words of Sinclair Ferguson, that um, I see now, looking back, putting together the jigsaw puzzle pieces, that there is a single word written over all of these hardships, all of my disappointments, all of my confusions and perplexities, and it is the divine word, good. Um, thanks, guys. Um, thank you for bearing with me and for listening, and uh, thanks for, for allowing me to come.